We interrupt your regularly scheduled programming for this special announcement. Hello everyone, the guys from Stuck in This Purgatory have something to tell you that might be more chilling than some of the stories in our show. Due to all the love and support we have already gotten, we have already received an ad sponsor. We all know that the ad invasion is real. However, we want you to know how important this is to us. Unfortunately, as much as we'd love to provide this content to you, we do sadly have full-time jobs. It is our hope that one day, this podcast will be our full-time jobs. With your help and the help of ads, this will give us the opportunity to improve our show and the content in it. If you guys enjoy what we are doing, please make sure to follow us on Spotify and spread the word to friends and family. Guys, maybe we can actually buy real microphones now and throw these tin cans away. Yeah, the string connecting them keeps on knocking over all the bears. I need a new chair. I can feel my bones scraping against each other from standing the whole time, and I'm only 23. That's it. We're turning Adrian into a robot. you all to say this with me mm. we need to be loud and clear and i just want everybody to know that we are in a dark bathroom facing a mirror you guys ready yep biggie smalls biggie smalls biggie smalls that was not with me oh <laughs> let's, let's try this again okay okay, okay. okay. at the same time are you ready <laughs> okay biggie, biggie, smalls. Smalls. biggie smalls biggie smalls biggie smalls biggie smalls you well, Am I cursed? <gasps> oh, you better watch. You're gonna you're gonna get capped. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> you think we could get the ghost of Tupac? Oh, I don't think we want Tupac here. Hey, no. Fun fact about when Tupac died, I watched the interview of the cop that was there with him as he was dying, like holding him, and he's like, he's like, Pac, who killed you? you no, know, he's like, Sir, who killed you? Who killed you? Who shot you? And he he mustered up a breath. He he took a big inhale and he went, Fuck you. And he died. Yes, I did see that. That, Isn't that is gangster. Yes. He hates the cops. He hates cops, and he ain't no snitch. That's uh, hey to the to the grave. That's why everybody loved him. Welcome, welcome, welcome to stuck in this purgatory. As always, with me, Chase. With me, I've got our lovely KFA, who no one's figured out his name just yet. We Hello, didn't get purgators. Any oh, purgators. I I think it's Purgatos, man. Yeah. Anyways, also. Joining us is H Dog once again. Welcome, Pergatos. You like that more? I, th- I think it's Pergatos. I think this is another lover's triangle. Pergatos? And what was yours, Adrian? Pergatos. Pergatos. Pergatos sounds like some some character in Warhammer 40K or something. I don't know. Pergato to me just sounds like a bunch of cats. <laughs> <laughs> just per- which which are the guardian angels of death? Just saying. Are they really? Well, yeah, back in a- a- uh, Egypt, Egypt, ancient oh, yeah. Egypt times, they used to worship. That TikTok is funny where oh, they're yeah. like, "This is how your cat was worshipped." Yeah, and then now mm. they just hate us and scratch our eyes out because they're assholes. Oh, talking about scratched eyes. <gasps> Guess what today's story is? Ooh. If you couldn't have guessed from the intro, we're talking about the grand champion of all well-known myths, Bloody Mary. Ooh. We are all, we've all done this before. I haven't. 
Seriously? Hell no. This is one of the biggest, like, kid ghost stories that everyone tells throughout elementary school. We did yeah. this kids. No, chase? we did not. I yeah. yeah, I know everybody talks about it. I'm not fucking stupid enough to go into a bathroom and look in a mirror. What yeah, if I she mean, is real. I mean, looking she at is. yourself, that's scary enough. So it, I understand why. Ooh. Why does he rat on me <laughs> so much? He's such a nice guy to you in public. But I just, then... I just want you guys to remember how disfigured this motherfucker is before you let him talk trash on me. Yeah, Chase. Let's recap what his deformities are. Oh, okay. Let's just start from the very uh, obvious ones. Yeah. His thighs look like two fucking cows. <laughs> had a... <laughs> yeah, that are giving birth. <laughs> They're giving birth to multiple calves at the same time. Yep. He's got back hair that he could braid like he's some fucking fat barbarian warrior. Yeah. (laughs) Okay, I feel bad now. We're we're right. You you can't forget about my... KFA, I'm sorry. You can't forget about my left arm being bigger than my right arm. Well, it's just way longer. It's like maybe five or six inches longer. Looking in this room, I think all right arms are bigger than our left. Oh, that was a sexual (laughs) reference. (laughs) Sexual nature. All right. Getting back on topic. Yes. What so, are we talking about, Chase? We are talking about Bloody Mary. And no, I am too scared to do this. I, I seriously I won't do it. I couldn't even finish Biggie Smalls. Did you really you really freaked out about Biggie Smalls? Yeah. Wouldn't you want him to come back and haunt Dude, you? What if he comes in this comes in this room and casts my ass? Well, that's the price we pay as podcasters. <laughs> <laughs> but I am excited to talk about Bloody Mary. Well, it is creepy. It is creepy, and it's well-known. Everybody mm-hmm. knows about it, as you mentioned, especially young kids. That's the sleepover special is to go in and spook each other out with Bloody Mary. Yep. Um, but we are going to delve into it a little bit more than just the spooky side of it. So today, we got a little bit of history for you. We got a little bit of myths for you. We also have what she is known, air quotes, of doing, and then... We're going to finish it off with some spooky stories for you. Ooh. We're going to deepen our voices because we know how much you love when we deepen our voices. I, we're working on accents. Our next episode oh. is going to be a very thick, hard accent to get. So oh. we I need... doubt we're going to per, uh, perfect it, but just stick with us. <laughs> Please donate to our cause so we can take some acting lessons and get our voices down. <laughs> it's hard. I'm going to write a book on just how hard it is to talk. It is kind of hard to talk. It's very hard. Yeah. I mean, everyone's heard my voice, so. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but, but, that's what I kind of love about too. you, Adrian, is your kind. Of, your voice is, it's kind of one of your sticks. It's one of your your things. He <laughs> 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 can't even take it seriously. He knows. I looked him dead in the eyes. I pierced his eyes with my compliment, and it and it didn't go through. <laughs> okay, let's get into the history of Bloody Mary. Okay, Hunter, you want to start us off? Yeah, let's, you know, and feel free to bounce in, guys, because the history is, it's all over the place. So, originally, Bloody Mary, the origin of Bloody Mary is centered around Queen Mary I, which Queen Mary I was an interesting woman. She had a troubled life, a really troubled life. Oh, man, she was, the stories that we heard and and, uh, research on this, like, I wouldn't want to live with that. I I go be adopted even if it was you know 1400s and I'd be living as a peasant. <laughs> I mean Queen Mary the first just dove into Protestants. She had such a shitty life that she had to make hundreds fill her wrath. Well, let's start from the very beginning because she had. Yeah, let's talk about her dad. Well, yeah, I mean a, as a child, what was it, King Henry the Eighth? Yes, you are correct. Yeah, King Thank Henry the Eighth. She was the first child with, uh, God, who was it? 
Who was the... Oh, uh, Catherine um, Aragon. Aragon Catherine. Catherine Aragon person. <laughs> that, that was the first one? Yes. No, or the mom. The yes, mom. that yeah. is the mom. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and so since, you know, King Henry the... King Henry. King Henry the Eighth was illegitimate <laughs> in getting a, a male heir, uh, you know, she was a female and she was dogged for it. The best, the best he got was a, a woman. And back then, women were... Not very favorable. No, I mean, as a king, you wanted a male heir yeah. all day long. Well, that goes into one of the reasons why Queen Mary got deemed Bloody Mary. And that's because King Henry was best known for his six marriages and tried getting his first man- marriage annulled from the Catholic Church, which in turn created the English Reformation. 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 <laughs> I'm giving you the Italian. Reformation. Well, and so throughout her whole childhood, when she was getting basically abused and, you know, thrown out of King Henry's life uh, just because he wanted to get that marriage resolved, um, there was a lot of problems. I mean, she went basically from being a princess down to a peasant for the longest time. Truly. Truly. And then who was um, who was the queen that um, had uh, Queen Elizabeth? Yes, Queen Elizabeth was her sister that King Henry had with her second, or with his second wife. Yeah. And uh, because he wanted that marriage more, Queen Elizabeth was way more favored than she was. So not only being taken down from princess status down to a peasant, uh, all of the royalties and um, th- gifts given to her as when she was a present was now turned over to Queen Elizabeth. Yeah. And she not only had to deal with her kind of crazy dad and, and the, the cares of, of royalty, she had a lot of medical problems, a ton of medical problems, which I think maybe fed into the lore of the actual Bloody Mary as we know her today, but... She had a condition with her uh, her monthly time of the month with her aunt Flo. It was the <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to I'm trying to think of more endearing ways to talk about periods. All right. Oh God, <laughs> I'm a man. I'm sorry. My wife, you know, she's only taught me so much. But she had a problem, uh, and, and I'm, I'm going to butcher this, but it was the endometrial hyperplasia was her her problem. And basically, she just bled constantly and inconsistently throughout her months. And there's very painful cramps, internal pain, all sorts of things that ailed her that led to just general discomfort. Kind of aged her quickly. Well, that's what came up with the nickname Bloody Mary because her sister was also known for murdering other Protestants. And she got deemed the Virgin Queen. And for Queen Mary, she got deemed Bloody Mary. Well, I think stepping back from that... Um, when she finally, because King Henry VIII did have a son at one point, but I think he ended up dying, what, eight? I think it at was? At 16. At 16, okay. Yeah, what did he die of? It was something really kind of trivial. Probably tuberculosis. Yeah, I wonder, I that's exactly, I'm glad we're on the same way. Like, I'm like, he died of tuberculosis. Goddamn dog holiday. Yeah. <laughs> so, so yeah, I mean, um, you know, once he died, Queen Mary and Queen Elizabeth both rode into, um, what was it, London? Man, I'm really dogging my facts today. Yes, this, you really are. It's all over the place. But thank God we have Adrian. <laughs> God. Adrian's here But you correct. are correct. Okay. Well, basically, she stormed the castle, and she got uh, ownership of the throne, her rightful ownership that she was supposed to. Well, in her past life, uh, as Adrian was mentioning, um, there was this whole Protestant revolution going on. Well, she had extreme ties to Christianity and the church in Rome, and she thought it was blasphemy that what her uh, um, father was doing. Mm-hmm. So when she finally became queen... This is what started a four-year, I think it was, um, basically witch hunt for Protestants mm-hmm. in all of Europe. And so after killing thousands of people because they were uh, Protestant and wanted the Reformation, 
that is what gave her the nickname of Bloody Mary. Yeah, she burned him at the stake. And then she died shortly after that whole uh, kind of reformation with the Protestants um, because of that, the complication that she had. What was it? The hyperflagia endometriosis. Yes. And so that's when it kind of moved on. So given the history of Bloody Mary, that's where a lot of folks are attributing the whole story to this because she was unable to bear a child. She had well, let's c- talk about that because yeah, that so we, plays we into did the lore skip too. over that. We did? Yeah, so there was a time when she was queen that she was trying to birth the child. And there is this one, I can't remember what the disease is, but you're able to set your mind. It's called to, a phantom pregnancy. Yes. You, your mind creates the pregnancy. You, you, you exhibit all the symptoms. You even grow the belly, but you don't actually have a baby inside. And back then, medical advances weren't that, weren't that far along, so they didn't really. No, they they just, used to put frogs on your belly they, and say. They just put a stick up there and like, yeah. Yep. Seems full. <laughs> yep. Seems like there's something up there. And this and this was interesting to her. I mean, god damn it. This is interesting because <laughs> son of a bitch. Well, so derailed. Derailed. <laughs> what was so crazy is back then whoever was pregnant, the queen or princess would be tucked away in the temple for the 9 months of pregnancy. I think right. it's the last 3 months that mm-hmm. she has to go without anyone seeing her. Right. So all of the uh, townsmen were trying to figure out if she was actually pregnant, and no one believed that she actually could be pregnant. Yeah, and then she stayed longer than nine months. It was like 12 months at one point, and she finally accepted that she wasn't pregnant, and the baby wasn't there. It even happened again where she thought she was with child, and then again she wasn't. She didn't wait as long with that one. I mean, this this, this girl, let's be frank, she had a shitty life. It's oh, sad. It's yeah. really sad. Well, even her husband, um, he was only there – because uh, I think it was from Spain, right? He was only with her for ties to Spain. Yeah. He was trying to get something out of it because, you know, back then the royal marriages were always trying to gain some sort of benefit from their marriages. So he was constantly caught sleeping around with other prostitutes and stuff the whole time. So, oh, yeah. I mean, the marriage was just, you know, it was bullshit, basically. If you're ever curious on how royalty used to work back then, just watch the show The Great on Hulu. It depicts it perfectly. <laughs> They're just, they just, sex is nothing to them. They just, and marriage doesn't mean shit. It's just crazy. The queen literally, and the great, the, the king pays for a, a male prostitute <laughs> to, yeah. to have sex with her to fill, f- fulfill her needs, but she could still look like royal for her husband. Yeah. It's and so he has ties up. too. It is jacked up. It is jacked up. But that's kind of the basis of the history of who Queen Mary was. Um, she was a ruthless ruler, but she did she did create some sort of progress, and she killed a lot of people. She had a baby that supposedly died on her, and this kind of all plays into the lore of what the modern adaptation of yeah Bloody Mary is. I'd be, I'd be angry too. I'd be angry if I was constantly having stomach issues because I'm having lady problems. And well, you do have constant stomach issues, just not lady <laughs> problems. Okay, so I am angry all the time. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, between her entire life, um, her not being able to have a child, um, everything going on in her life that I can totally see why they would think that that would be a myth for Bloody Mary. Well, that's a great point that you end up, is people believe this, but I think many people confuse her for the folklore that Queen or Bloody Mary is. Ooh. So many people believe that Queen Mary was Bloody Mary, and that's how they kind of got the backstory behind it. She couldn't have a child, and they think maybe she... Her unborn child in this phantom pregnancy became the spirit of Bloody Mary. But this is all confused with what 
everyone knows today is as Bloody Mary. So, Adrian, how the hell do you summon Bloody Mary? In, like, today's terms, now. Can we can we not actually say it three times? Yeah, we'll just say it two and a half times. <laughs> oh, two and a half <laughs> just times? Just end with bloody. Don't say Mary. So, the way you summon it, many people believe that you only say Bloody Mary three times. But, actually, it's three to 47 times. And let me tell you, I know many of our listeners probably can't get up to 47 times. But... You do have to say it that much. (laughs) (laughs) What's interesting, and we'll do an episode about this in the future, but the numbers of Bloody Mary are strange. Three, 13, I read, is you say it 13 times. All these kind of holy numbers, which, or six times, all these strange things, nine times. There is so many different ways to Mm -hmm. summon this lady. Like, yeah. The people have to, like, you have to light certain ritual candles, you have to spin around in circles X amount of times. I'm telling you, if I'm right now, if I was totally plastered and I spun around three times and said it, I don't know what the fuck I'd see. I'd probably be passed out. Like, there's stars. It's the exorcist. <laughs> She's an angel. She's coming to get me. And that's what that's what's interesting is the the common theme. The only common theme I could really say about Bloody Mary, the summoning of this lady of this entity, is it has to be a dark room, completely dark, or lit by a candle. That's like the only thing that seems to be a common trend. So. Scientists have done a study, and mm. I think we're going to get into that in just a minute. Not just yet, because I want Adrian to talk about the other myth of Bloody Mary. Yeah, what do you what see? Her or- well, what her origin is. Okay, so what would get behind her origin? It's, I mean, there's so many origins and from how many stories that people have said throughout the years from kids making up their own stories to what someone in Spain has heard over people in America have heard. it. The origin of the story kind of gets spun around into a, a lot of different things. It's a game of telephone. Well, keep in mind, this is Bloody Mary's folklore. and No, it's, it's real. It's, it's facts. Okay, it's folklore. And yeah. <laughs> it's just like any scary story adult would tell a child to scare them. And so, like Adrian said, it changes over the millennia every single time. Yeah. The main one that I did find was Mary was said to be a witch who was executed 100 years ago. By plying the black arts, or a woman of the more modern times who died in a local car accident in which her face was hideously mutilated. And the, most of the stories kind of focus on her face because when you do look at the apparition, her eyes are scratched out. So you see lots of the scratches. And uh, that's kind of the reason why people believe Bloody Mary to be someone of beauty. So... They believe that she was so beautiful, either her attacker or her death came to the face because of her beauty. What I don't understand in my research, and that's pretty good, Adrian. What I don't understand is when you would say Bloody Mary in the mirror in the old folklore, like the old origins of the, uh, the, the act of summoning this lady, is when you would say her name and she'd appear, you'd either see the face of your future husband or... You would see a skull, and you would die. That is actually very interesting. So there is one folklore that you just kind of briefed on. Yeah. One of the folklores behind Bloody Mary is that uh, back in the day, people used to tell um, young women to go look in the mirror and say Bloody Mary three times. I think there's a little bit more to it. But they do the Bloody Mary ritual, and it was supposed to show you the face of your future husband. Right. So that was another whole origin of how this got started. Well, we did read one story where uh, this lady 
tried to do that to see her future husband, got completely shocked by what she saw and fell back down a flight of stairs. And Did so they also like... attribute, well, okay, she saw a skull. Oh. And so to some people, if they see a skull, they claim that you have no future husband, you'll die before you have a husband. And that's shocking enough back then to, you know, fall down a flight of stairs. Yeah. So <laughs> that could be a whole other origin for who Bloody Mary is, is the lady who fell down stairs and cracked her skull open. When, what does Sean play into this? Is he is he fucking around with us <laughs> in any way? everywhere. God, I, think he, I think he is the omnipresent fucking entity that we all need to talk I about. I feel like, okay, I, honestly, I feel like we needed a whole episode on Sean because a lot of people constantly ask me, like, they are. okay, who the fuck is Sean? Because I, mean, I have no clue. You guys talked about it a lot in your podcast. And no one knows who Sean is. <laughs> it's just a meme to us, but he is fucking with our podcast room, so. So, Adrian, um, did we come across any stories about Bloody Mary being like a little girl or a child? Uh, there has been a couple where the mother named the baby Mary. And either they had deaths when they were during the pregnancy stage or when the baby just came out. It's, there's also ties into La Llorona, which is Mexican folklore, oh, yeah. where the woman that had the baby uh, drowned her baby in a river. But that's getting into a whole different folklore, another deep dive that we don't need to get into. The, this is why I like have Adrian on the show, because... He just brings a whole different aspect. He really does. Yeah. It's just You're diversity. so good about keeping... Diversity in the workplace. Yeah, diversity. <laughs> God damn it. One, wow. We're missing a lady. If anybody wants to email in, we'll hire. Yeah, we'll hire. We need a fourth. Hey, we got the microphone. We're ready. Um, I to, to just play off of what you just said, Adrian, the interesting thing about the some people see in the mirror is they see Mary, like Queen, Queen Mary, like this woman holding a dead baby, which I found kind of interesting correlations between her having her phantom pregnancy because maybe she actually had a fucking baby and it died, and now this baby wants your soul. And that's what's weird, because sometimes you see Bloody Mary, and she just, like, looks at you and peers at you, and sometimes she comes out, gouges your eyes out, she strangles you. Who fucking knows? I mean, that's the gamble with playing Bloody Mary. Well, and that's interesting, because that kind of plays into spiritualism. Recycling, you know? Everybody has a life. Once they die, they go into a new life. Yeah. Maybe well, that's the gate. Maybe I'll be Maybe you Maybe that's next the life. gate of purgatory. Well, that's Ooh. the crazy thing, is mirrors are said to be portals for ghosts ghost and spirits. So many times, it's said to never have a mirror in your room. Also, like those clo closet mirrors, they say not to have it while you're sleeping because spirits can haunt on you and travel through night better. And also, they say that mirrors cannot face each other. So this also plays kind of back into Hotel Colorado. I was just going to say, so first off, that's what's creepy about Fucking mirrors in Hotel Colorado. <laughs> I'm going to say one thing, but then I'm going to do a total side story back to Hotel Colorado because Becca actually corrected us. On okay, let me, uh, let me stand so, up in my seat here. Okay, So the first thing this. is, I actually, at one point in my house, was super freaked out about mirrors. And to the point where I was researching stuff, I thought they were spirits. I'm like, I need to get these spirits out of my house. I can't sleep right now. I actually read, though, I thought the mirrors, if they were facing each other, counteracted it. If, they saw, if ghosts or demons saw themselves in the mirror, they would... It would break the gateway or whatever. What I read from the book was that the portals activate each other so they could step through 
time oh, and then go through another one. Nah, right. you know, they, you they, ha- they come out of one portal and they see the other and they go in. They're like, oh, fuck, now I'm in England. God damn it. This is not where I wanted to be. <laughs> it's kind of like uh, what's Monsters, Inc. Waygates. Oh. When they get through the portals. Through- <laughs> Waygates 101. Oh. All right. Okay. So Becca did correct us, by the way. Okay. I'm sorry to break off the Bloody Mary stuff. No, let's Becca keep, did correct us. We'll, we'll get back on track. There was two things. Um, the first is the vents above the doors. She told me about this. She researched it. When it was a medical hospital in World War II, they had those vents there because there was no way of knowing if someone died in a room. And so the only way they would know is that they smelt the physical death of someone in that room. And that's why they had those vents. What a great alarm system. That's just... <laughs> yeah. Let's just smell death throughout the hallways. That's God great. forbid you knock on a goddamn door. <laughs> I'm just glad you smell cigar smoke, not some rotting corpse. Ooh. And then second off, all the mirrors and curios and stuff in there mm-hmm. was modeled from the Titanic because of Molly Brown. Ugh. I hate that. So that's spooky. Becca fact checked. Hey, good saying. job, Becca. All right. So getting back into this Bloody Mary stuff, um, I know we kind of lost her. Well, we've we've discussed the the uh, the origin, the history of Bloody Mary, and we're kind of into the myths and the different things that you so, see, and we're kind of getting towards stories here about yeah. what what people have experienced. Yeah. So there was one you told me earlier, Adrian, and I don't know if this is a story you're saving for later, but I think it was something about a girl being buried. Well, you're just spoiling everything oh. for the listeners, aren't you? <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> sorry, sorry. Oh, man. <laughs> I, I try bringing you guys this new and crazy spooky stuff, and Chase just loves to ruin the don't, surprise. Don't worry about it. You guys are going to love these stories. He likes to read ahead. Great. So, I think this is a good time to talk about, since we're talking about mirrors, the actual medical condition that has been documented by scientists. I'm glad we're talking about that because this is where the, the podcast does a good job of counterbalancing the shit we see and experience because I haven't done Bloody Mary and experienced anything, but I understand the science, which is kind of cool. And this goes back to what I've been preaching this whole time is what your brain could physically do to yourself, mm-hmm. whether this is real or not. Yeah, so we talked about the medical term, which I already know I'm not just d- destroy this word. Let's do it together. Let's make this fun, happy time. Let's go. <laughs> okay, let's go. Uh, it's... Peradulia. Peradulia? Peradulia. Okay, hold. Show me this. Show me this laptop. I, <laughs> yeah, yeah. No whip way. this thing around. There's no. Because I wanna, way. I wanna know I'm this word. I'm looking here. Latin. Where are you seeing this? Give me the root cause. Peradulia. Peraduli. Peraduli? Oh fuck, I don't. Know. <laughs> exactly. Or... See, see, you're everyone... fucked up in the brain. That's what it's called. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Everybody is fucked up in the brain. Everybody does it. So hey, okay. <laughs> yeah. What it is is they did a research. They did a study on this. And basically, they put a whole bunch of people in a dimly lit room, and they looked in the mirror for X amount of times. Um, it could have been 10 seconds. It could have been 10 minutes. And the longer people stare into a mirror in a dimly lit room, your brain starts to uh, come up with different apparitions or things in your brain. You hallucinate. You start tripping balls. So I'm going to read this exactly from Wikipedia, so that way you guys have a Wikipedia definition of it. (laughs) Whatever that stands for. (laughs) (laughs) Credible source, right? Okay, so the para-whatever fucked up in the brain can cause people to interrupt, uh, interpret random images or patterns of light and shadow as faces. A 2009 magneto Magneto? Magneto Are we in Marvel now? study. <laughs> it's good enough. Don't remember, Hunter and I dropped out of college. Yeah, and <laughs> guys, please donate to the cause so we can take some fucking speech lessons. God damn. Okay, so a 2009 whatever study found that objects perceived as faces evoke an early activation of the fusiform face area at a time and location similar to that evoked by faces 
whereas other common objects do not evoke such activation. This activation is similar to a slightly faster time that is seen for images for, uh, of real faces. The author, author suggests that face perception evoked by face-like objects is a relatively early process and not a late cognitive reinterpretation phenomenon. Basically, what all that uh, medical bullshit is, is basically saying that your brain comes up with images that you are physically seeing, whether it's real or not. Now, the wild thing about this study is that the scientists can say, okay, yes, this is a thing that happens in the human brain, but they can still not link why people are seeing different faces. They're seeing themselves as a different age, seeing different apparitions or things behind them. So there's still no link to that. So it still may, brings a little bit of mystery to everything. We really don't know much about the mind and consciousness. It's actually spooky terrifying how much we don't know. Well, also about the study, you have to make sure that you have light dim lights so it's kind of like a dark setting which bloody mary is in or a lightly dimmed room so it can't be like completely dark because you wouldn't necessarily see anything right i mean you could adjust your eyes so much but yeah you wouldn't see anything at all i mean you guys say that but you guys haven't fully played the game i know when you adrian yes when when you go in there no shit yes you you keep the everything dark because of course when you're like 10 years old you want to get the full effect because yeah. you're trying to be tough in front of all your friends and everything. You want to say that, oh, I did this. Well, so we made sure when we did it during a sleepover, we turned off all the lights downstairs as well as the downstairs bathroom light. And you still see the mirror. It's weird, but you could still see a deformed mirror. That's disgusting. Deformed. Well, it is It is a little interesting. Like I said, I refuse to play the game because... Well, we're playing tonight. I didn't tell you. I have a mirror right behind me. You ready to play? Um, do you have drugs? Yes. Okay. No. Drugs. <laughs> do you have drugs? <laughs> um, well, so in my house, uh, my mom actually refuses to look in the mirror at, at night when she goes to the bathroom. And granted, I know for a fact my house is haunted. I will preach to this day. Not only is I it will tell you everything. Haunted? You have a mimic in your house, yes. too. You also have a schwan. Schwan, yes. So but schwan. I will admit, like, it is freaky. I have I forced myself when I go in the bathroom to look in the mirror behind me. But it's gotten to the point now where my mom has literally put up, like, those little uh, Christmas lights that are battery powered. Yeah. Just so there's a little bit of light in the room. <laughs> oh my god. Your mom's yeah, adorable. I mean I mean when you look in the mirror, you have a bathtub behind you. Yeah. And you never know. What if something just peeks behind that curtain? I would never be able to shit in the dark oh, again. Man, that I can't wait to talk about in a future episode that one uh video I sent you guys of that dude who's haunt has had a poltergeist and that, that creepy face in the corner of the door frame. Oh, oh that was oh. terrifying. That was in the daylight. Does that give you guys chills right oh, now? Yeah. Holy shit. Okay, let's get let's get back on track. To recap guys, we've talked again, we've talked about the origin, the history, because you probably don't know about that with Bloody Mary. I didn't know any of this stuff. It's kinda cool. It's Queen Mary. And then we talked a little bit about the myths and the things that people are seeing from back then to now to whenever. And um do we have any other things about the myths of, of Bloody Mary? Anything else we need to kind of delve into well i think your fun little story will dive deeper into the myths and story of bloody mary is it time for stories i think before we do stories though adrian do you have anything on what bloody mary is actually or i should say supposedly does to a person who plays this game yes so there's many things that people do say that they they have felt when they saw the spirit of bloody mary they say that she reaches out towards Either the players, if you want to call it, because it's kind of like a game. Yeah, it, it, uh, it's a game. Ouija okay. board. <laughs> We're not getting into that. So what Bloody Mary does is she either grabs at the person 
or she scratches their eyes. So usually the players, when they get scared enough, they, they run out of the room. So it's not towards the damage, is not towards their eyes. It's either on their back, kind of like a, a spirit trying to touch you. And then there's also uh, times that people have said that, that Bloody Mary has actually pulled the spirit into the mirror and taking them away. Are you their soul? Yes, their soul. Okay. Uh, my total I like image of Bloody Mary comes from that show Supernatural. Oh, I love that, that show. Oh my god, it's like one of the first episodes. Have you finished it? Oh, it's fifteen seasons, dude. I've, I think I've done like nine or so. It's literally fifteen seasons, like thirty episodes a season. Oh, it's so good. Though. It's hours. It is hours. And hours, and it's just bullshit. Everything. <laughs> it's like they kill one demon, it's a new one. Yeah. So on the episode of Bloody Mary, if I recall right, the Sean and Dean go into this house where someone died because the daughter was playing Bloody Mary. Well, her dad ended up dying, and his eyes were gouged out. And basically, oh, yeah. it didn't matter. Like, even though the daughter did it, she, uh, she got summoned into that house, and wherever they went, and there was a mirror, she was there. It's not just allocated to one room. Portals. Yeah, exactly. And so, they ended up actually killing, if you want to say that, Bloody Mary by finding the original mirror that she died in, and cracking that mirror. Oh, so they broke the portal. Yeah, yeah. You know what's interesting too is that have you ever seen Constantine? I have. Which I have the tattoos, right? I, I love that fucking movie. But who, in that movie... Who doesn't love that actor? Oh, God. Keanu Reeves. Marry me. <laughs> <laughs> um, in that movie, when he exercises that demon, that little girl, the soldier demon, he uses a mirror to basically trap the demon in in the mirror, and he shatters the mirror to send it back to hell. Which, there's some weird shit about that, but I thought it was a badass scene. Well, the crazy thing about you guys bringing up these shows and movies is the film Candyman. Candyman. The new one? Yes, the one that just came out and also the 1992 film. I haven't seen it. uh, Are also associated with Bloody Mary. Is that really? Yes. So it's a a bootleg version of Bloody Mary. It's a different connotation of it. Yes, exactly. It's kind of like the... I I haven't seen the movie, so don't quote me. This is not KFA fact-checked. But I do believe Candyman is the version of the Japanese story of Bloody Mary. Ooh. Wow. We need to watch that. Dude, There, I have so many. I literally, it, I can't even explain to you how many movies and hours I, <laughs> it'd be a full-time job at this rate for me to catch up on these movies. Well, sometimes this will be our full-time job, and that's all we're going to do is during the day, we'll research and watch movies, and then we'll just talk shit about it. Maybe maybe our side podcast will just be a movie review, like spooky, scary oh movie God, review. That's a fucking oh dream. God, oh, dude. I, <laughs> I have a raging, wow, okay. I have a raging clue orgasm. right now. <laughs> side Sorry, story James. real quick. <laughs> Uh, if you guys have seen The Conjuring, do you remember the big tree where they said that the spirits hung themselves? Yep. So in Conjuring, there's a big tree, and it's linked to the haunting that's happening in the house. And so I walk up to this one house because I'm currently house hunting at the moment, yes. and they have the identical same <laughs> tree as the conjuring get the and, fuck out and there's a rope hanging down leave and, yes i i didn't even walk in there oh leave. my god okay so That's basically bullshit. you just leave. found the haunted house of colorado <laughs> yes it looked like it too let's go hunt it and cleanse it lay some salt down all right back to track i think now is time for some spooky stories spooky but bloody mary stories uh, i don't know mine's pretty intense 
Should I go first? Yeah, I think you should go first because this also throws in a couple of the backstories and the story that I actually believe the origin of Bloody Mary to come from. I'll go after you because, like I said, I, mine's pretty intense, so after that we're going to need a little one to ease out. Okay. And th- I think this episode's in a good job of we're trying to be a little easier from that from Hotel Colorado because that was crazy. So this this is a little more fun, a little more lighthearted, and a little more spooky in a way. But I'm still shaking from that episode. Yeah, that was a lot. That was a lot. It took a lot of energy. It took a lot of energy. Okay. <clears throat> Let's set the scene. Give me a little jingle, Adrian. Give me a little little jingle and a tingle. Ching, ding, ding. <laughs> Ring a ding, ding, ding. <laughs> Perfect. Okay. So um, this is the story of Bloody, Ma- uh, Bloody Mary. This is done by Thayer Thyman. What a, what a name. What an incredible name. And this is on the website, J-Hop Times. So remember that annoying little story of Bloody Mary? You know the one that light a candle in your bathroom with the lights out at night? Look in the mirror and say her name three times in a row. Bloody Mary, Bloody Mary, Bloody Mary. And hope you won't be found dead with your eyes scratched out or with claw marks all over your body. Or the possibility that you'll be forever trapped behind the glass of the mirror for all of eternity. What a fun and cherry tale. Well, one must wonder where the tale came from. There are hundreds of backstories on how Bloody Mary came to be. But one of the most reasonable, as reasonable as it can be to get when a reflection kills you is a tale of her demise. In the 1800s, there lived a young girl named Mary. An illness washed over the place where they lived, making people drop dead after a short period of time. When physicians couldn't find a pulse or when they put a mirror under the nose of the seemingly dead, there might not always be the condensation on it from their breaths. So the fallen would easily be assumed to be dead. But were they? Cases of people who were pronounced dead but weren't happened often. So when one would die, people would put a small hole in the coffin and put a piece of string through the hole that was attached to the bell. The bell would hang on a stick by the homes of the deceased, and if they woke up, they would simply pull the string, ring the bell, and would be dug up. Of course, when Mary was bedridden and slowly dying, she laid in a coffin in her grave. She wasn't to be buried under just yet. Do that, we could do that one. She wasn't to be buried under just yet. It would be easier to unnail the coffin she was put away in. The string and the bell was, of course, on hand. Days passed then up and up to a week. Her parents never left the house, wishing that with their very being that, that her sweet Mary would be awakened again. Friends of the parents claimed that if she had not awoken yet, then she would never would. That day, the parents left the house with their friends at their behalf. When her parents had gone, a neighbor came and began to fill her grave, string and all, just in case she would wake if she was still alive, and if so, before she suffocated. The neighbor said his remorse and walked to his home. Not soon after, Mary awoken from her slumber. She pulled the string, the string to the bell that wouldn't be heard from her parents who were out and the neighbor who wasn't too far away. She pulled, or who was too far away, excuse me. She pulled and pulled the string until the bell fell off and so did the stick. She began clawing and scratching at the wooden prison until her fingers bled, and then she cut scratching till she breathed her last breath. When the parents arrived the home, when parents arrived at the home, the father realized that the bell was yards away from the where from it originally, and soon called for his wife to come and help dig up their daughter. When dug, they unlatched the coffin and found Mary in a petrified state. Her her hands like claws, covered in blood. Same with her white dress she was buried in. They put a mirror under her nose to see if her breaths would show. Condensation was shown on the mirror, but even so, she was dead. 
Her spirit is said to be attached to the mirror. And now, whenever one calls Bloody Mary three times, she comes and claws at the unknowing victim. This is one of the said stories to be about her demise. There are plenty, and there might not even be a fact behind the year. But still, it's a gory story that still kids, that still kids, and still can have your heart up in every time you say her name. You know what that belt's called nowadays? You know what that bell is called nowadays? Hmm. DoorDash. DoorDash. <laughs> <laughs> Aren't we all just living in our homes at our coffins? Yeah. It's clawing away. <laughs> I come up with these bangers, and you guys still don't even laugh. I, I, just, I just had to I put you. all my mental power on reading that goddamn story. <laughs> I read it in real time. I've never read it before. It was kind of good. Was uh, right. I also want to get to Hunter to cite the story so we don't get any backlash. The story it? was called The Story of Bloody Mary by Thayer Tymon, and it was found on J-Hop Times, and you could look it up on the website, J-Hop Times. Thank you, Adrian. Look at this. College-bound. MLA formatting. What is it now? It's not even MLA anymore. No, it's it? APA. Oh, fuck. Yeah, come on. You guys are late in the cause. Jesus, Jesus Christ. Uh, something interesting about that story, I think it really does cover the fact that she claws at people. And it also makes sense on why her spirit was tied into the mirror. Because it's said that once you die, your spirit, they have found that weight is, uh, is left once you die. So I do believe that your spirit does pass on. Right. And maybe since mirrors are portals, the spirit was passing on and got stuck in the mirror. According to South Park, that way to just you shit yourself when you die. <laughs> I mean, it is true that <laughs> it is true that you shit when you die. So, oh man, I don't want to shit when I die. <laughs> Make sure you take a poop. Yeah, remind die. me before I die to take a shit. <laughs> God, that's a good point. Good point. Thanks, Chase. That's a Chase fun fact of the day. Helpful tip 101, Chase Kozo. So you. if you guys didn't like that story, I think Chase is going to come with an even spookier one for us. So here it goes, Chase. I don't, I don't know if I'm going to be able to. What is it, APA? Yeah. I'm not I'm thinking we'll be able to sign my just, just, just cite the website. The website is from theoccultmuseum.com, and this is like the top 10 scary, spooky stories about Bloody Mary. This one sounds like it's a little bit more personal and not just a folklore. So we're going to get into it. Uh, I'm not going to say the name on here just in case something goes awry, but I am a 29-year-old woman. I played Bloody Mary as a young girl, age 12. Nothing happened, or so I thought. I opened a portal and allowed demons of witchcraft into my soul. I underwent an exorcism. It failed. My life has been a living hell ever since. I became addicted to drugs just so I can deal with my own murderous mind. I suffer from extreme mental problems now. The demons are speaking in tongues all the time. I have to be careful about getting mad because they take control. My husband is being haunted by my demons now. I've suffered from postpartum psychosis and had to be institutionalized for a month because I repeatedly had visions of slicing my baby's throat from ear to ear. I have to stop here. That's fucking... Oh, it's terrifying. <laughs> I think there's more issues going on here than just Bloody Mary. I think her mental state is uh, a little upside down. <laughs> okay. Continuing. Well, she has feelings too, you know. What's what's the one movie yeah, where... Yeah, murder. Check your privilege. Of murder. What What's the one movie where the guy, his cheeks get cut up so it's like a big smile? That's the Joker. Joker. No, it's not <laughs> the Joker. It's right, a scary right, movie. Right. I've, been in, I've been in and out of mental institutions for the past year. I hate so much. I didn't think I was capable of the thoughts I've been having. I scare myself more and more every day with the thing I am becoming. 
Sometimes I feel like I'm truly disconnected from myself, a total different person from some person sometimes. Am I capable of murder as this other person? I'm truly hellbound. Yes, I am a former Satanist, but it all started with Bloody Mary. Oh, there it is. Yeah. <laughs> right? Come on. You all think it's a harmless child's game, but be warned. It's so much more. Do not open that portal. Children, please listen and be warned. This is not a game. Bum, bum, bum. Ooh. Wait, can, okay. Fact check me, Adrian. If you're an adult... If you're an adult, uh, say almost thirty, do you are you affected by Bloody Mary or is it just kids? Uh, from everything I've read, I think it could be anyone at God any age. It. But the main audience of Bloody Mary does come when you're younger, and it's usually in a group form when you play this game. So okay, Wait. can we just put a pin in this and like say she said she was a former Satanist? Yeah. Why do you think Kenny lives in every episode? Because they went to a cult meeting. <laughs> Satan is really? man. Oh yeah, you his origin of where he gets his powers. Yeah, it's right after Mysterion. Oh man, I missed that one. Oh, oh Mysterion, that's yeah. Good. So it's uh, what is it? Um, crunch something, Crunchberry. Oh god, we gotta rewatch. That. That's great. <laughs> okay, anyway, Adrian, I, since we're talking about ghosts and we're kind of toward, I mean, excuse me, the goat, ghost. We're talking about the scary stories, and we're towards the end of the episode. Did you have anything with your time? You did Bloody Mary. Did anything fucked up happen with you? No, it was seriously a game. We got scared because it was so dark, and we we're still around that age where, you know, the dark still scares you. <laughs> yeah. So you look around, and everyone says, you know, oh, I saw something in the mirror. I saw something in the mirror. But to be honest, looking at this Bloody Mary story, I do think it's just a folklore, and it's something get kids scared. But with reading some of the stories... I do believe that people's misfortune play into the origin. Yeah. I yeah, I agree with that, but I also feel like this totally goes to whatever your brain does. Yeah, I don't think this is not – and I'll be as bold to say I don't think I – I don't believe in any of this. This one's not as – I mean, this one doesn't get me – I haven't eh, – I don't feel a connection on this one. Go but, play it then. Okay, let's go. Well, think, think about all the times you're in a dark room and it's dimly lit Yeah. and you start seeing shit for no reason that you can't make out. Sometimes I have a bigger penis than I think I have in the dark, but, you know. You know, we said we were going to stop that. Hey, I had to make one. Just one. <laughs> I'm allowed one, my friends. You cannot. Uh, we you can't can, go one you episode. Can, you can't understand the look of shame I have right now. And <laughs> Good. Good. I have to have one. But playing off of that, I do the same. So. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like we needed to say this. We needed to get it off our chest. So I, I truly think that when it comes to the dark... Your brain has a lot to do with things. Um, it, it just, I know personally that I see shit in the dark, and more often than not, it's just my own imagination playing tricks on me. So, I, and I think that if you go into something knowing or expecting something to happen, your brain is already triggered to go in that response. So, I am pretty much 80% <laughs> sticking to the scientific side because the other 20% is too much of a pussy to go try this out. <laughs> Good point. I'll be nice. That sounds up with Chase. Um, if you want, we will do a Patreon video and we will show Hunter scared shitless. The shit that we're gonna get into just for fucking Patreon, man. It's like the only fans for ghosts. God damn it! I'm just selling my soul <laughs> for this shit. Only ghosts. Only ghosts. Only ghosts. You know what's crazy is we get scared just talking about it. Just wait till we're actually in it. 
Ugh. Chase and I be saging everything. I'm gonna spook. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna just wrap myself in sage and light myself on fire. <laughs> <laughs> a little sage burrito. The Holy Spirit, protect me. Take me now, Lord. Take the wheel. <laughs> then would have bloody Chase. <laughs> oh. Can you believe it? You Burning think- man. Burning Man 2021. <laughs> you think my jokes and Adrian jokes are dirty. Wait till Chase comes back as a fucking ghost. Good luck. <laughs> Taint I, possessions all day, every day. Tickle, tickle, tickle. <laughs> <laughs> See, there's Chase. Yeah, he's back. I know many of our audience has probably played this game, so if you guys do have crazy stories about Bloody Mary, please let us know and send us an email at stuckinthispurgatory at gmail.com. Yeah, um, I hope you guys enjoyed today's episode. Um, Like I said, we kind of went through the history and origin of some stories about Bloody Mary. Um, We've done some myths, we've done some scary stories and kind of some things that she's done. Um, So I hope you guys enjoyed it. I don't believe in it, but maybe you do. Great. Chase says he doesn't believe in it, but he won't go play it. So <laughs> that tells you everything you need to know. Exactly. Do give us some follows on Instagram at Stuck in This Purgatory. It really helps us out. Also, go give our TikTok a view because there's going to be some videos of uncut scenes of us just messing around right before the show and everything. So please go give it a look at Stuck in This Purgatory. And I'm going to pass along to H Dog. And actually, Chase wants to cut it. Yeah, Chase put his hand in my face. So we let Chase Abuse. go. I just did the Chase Trump again. <laughs> Chase Trump. What do you got? Um, yeah, just a reminder, I hope you guys are enjoying this content. Um, really, really enjoy doing it. It's a lot of fun for us, and we want to continue doing it. So if you guys do enjoy the show, please do not forget to pass along to friends and family. Um, all the help that you can do for us is much appreciated. Uh, we will keep grinding this stuff out and hopefully make some better content for you. But we need your help. So please make sure to spread the word if you can. Very good. And some exciting news. We're going to have a guest soon Ooh. for our monthly special. We're going to try and do. Because remember, we have to try and do. Try monthly. Yeah. We'll try monthly. We're going to do our best, but we're going to bring on some uh, some heavy hitters with their own stories and discuss some topics that they're passionate about. And we'll see and where it goes. Yes. So we're very excited about that. We appreciate you all and love you all so much. And we're so excited. We're only on the, the fourth episode now. Well, it technically, it'd be technically like the sixth. The sixth. Yeah. Oh, if you want to count, count oh, the parts right. of Hotel Colorado. Yeah. yeah. Well, we're really proud of what we're doing, and we hope you love it, too. And I feel like we figured out our sound, and we're, we're getting there. Yeah. And this next episode with a guest, we are doing a spirit cleanse to start the year out right. Mm. So I Ooh. hope you all can look up to your horoscopes and make sure that <laughs> the beginning of the year is the year of the monkey or where the fuck is going to be. stars align. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you go out there. You find that job. You find that sweetheart. You get life together because you rock. All of you listeners, you fucking rock. Ah. Oh. That was so sweet, Chase. Gotta, gotta lift him up. And guys, if you ever Before find... we tear him down. Yeah. <laughs> and and more of the dirty jokes, because apparently uh, that's all I talk about is dirty jokes. So. <laughs> Anywho, if you find yourself stuck in a mirror and you can't get out because you're a ghost... Break just, it. Just break it. And remember, you guys are stuck in the mirror, but we're all stuck in this purgatory. Purgatory.